Classic hip hop shit. Doctor D R E. Rose and Jay. Let's get 'em. We started out mopping floors, and now we front row at the awards. Number one for the last 20 years. If you real, motherfucker, scream cheers. Motherfucker, scream cheers. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Welcome back to another episode of the Three Kings Podcast. It's your unfriendly neighborhood podcast providing you news, politics, and opinions with a, a hip-hop flair to it. I'm your gracious host, T-Serve. So welcome back, everybody. I want to introduce you guys to uh, my two very distinguished co-hosts. Let's start off with uh, it's White Moderate Rob, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What it do? What's going on, Rob? What it do, folks? How's it going? <laughs> Just preparing my, uh, my language for... Next week when I go to Atlanta. Got to switch up my slang, homes. Yo, honestly, the first time I went to Atlanta, like, I didn't understand what the fuck people were saying, like, <laughs> at all. Like, even regular shit. It be like that, man. It was really, really weird. <laughs> Merry Krimmer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, what? Huh? <laughs> Merry Krimmer. What? Huh? Don't you understand? Merry Krimmer. Don't you speak English? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't speak English. That. Do you speak it? <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? No, I don't actually. Nah, there's like uh, stages. There's like levels. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, want to introduce you guys to uh, my second very distinguished co-host. Uh, he's your favorite mass hole. It's T Black, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, good people? What's going on, T Black? Ain't shit. A little under the weather, though. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, like nasty ass trains got me sick. <laughs> the New York trains <laughs> be like that. New York trains are disgusting. I just filled out a survey last night. I shit it all over the New York City trains. <laughs> what was it? A Yelp, <laughs> shit a, it all. a Yelp review or something for the New York sub- subways? I tell you, it was a survey that the New York City Transit Authority put out. And they were like, you know, you want more trains? You want better service? Fill out the survey. I was like, shit. How many surveys people filled out in this damn city and this train is still fucked up? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure after you filled out your survey, they're going to get right on it. <laughs> What's the, uh, exactly. how, how, what would you compare it to the metro here in D.C.? <sighs> bigger and more fucked up. Because it's bigger. That's the only thing. They're more fucked up, but it just think about a bigger, a bigger fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're about the same, but... It's just massive. It's like, you got not only the trains fucked up here, you got the buses fucked up. Then you have also Metro North. Then you have Long Island Railroad. Then you even have the Staten Island um, Railroad or whatever. Um, I forget. They call it Sir, SIR or SIR. But, um, yeah, so they, they got multiple lines, multiple. And it's just, it's just a massive clusterfuck, man. Yeah, man. At least, at least the DC, it, DC Metro smells better than the it is. cities over there. It is cleaner, right? Cleaner and more comfortable. And comfortable. The trains are more the seats on the DC Metro yeah. more comfortable. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, damn, you standing up like you look like you look like a it looks like a waiting area in Rikers and shit on the train. <laughs> <laughs> For real. It's crazy. But you know, it's just overpopulated. And these are the good old these are the good days. Remember like imagine how it would have been like in the seventies and eighties when the city was fucked up. <laughs> man. <laughs> People getting robbed on the train and all that shit. Oh, at least the trains got you where you need to get got you where you need to get to and shit. Damn. Nowadays the motherfuckers be stuck on a bridge, stuck in a tunnel. That's true. You know what I'm saying? They're, just doing, they're doing repairs you know and shit. Yeah, they just like stop. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It's crazy. But the price you pay to live in the big city, the big apple. That's true. That's true. There's some good, there's some bad. So, yeah. Definitely. Yep. Take the bad with the good. So, what else been going on with you guys? What are you guys up to? Uh, shit, not too much, man. Yeah. I've just been chilling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chilling hard, man. When I'm not working. You guys doing anything for uh, Christmas? Uh, just going home to Atlanta. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. Right, so I'll be there. I'll be out there for like a week. Nice. Come, come back next Sunday. So. Okay. All right. What about you, T Black? Just a quick day trip down to Maryland. You know what I'm saying? And then okay. come right back Christmas Day, and then back to the factory, <laughs> aka the job. Yeah, time to make the donuts. Gotta make them, man. Shit don't pay for itself. Gotta ride the shitty transit. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta ride the train. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's true. Yeah, I'm staying. I'm staying. What about lo- you, man? I'm staying local. I'm just like, yeah. We were gonna go up to Wisconsin uh, to go to uh, my uh, my wife's family, but it's it's like tickets were like ridiculous. It's like five hundred dollars to go up to Wisconsin. So we were like, fuck Ooh. that. We're just gonna go in 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 January instead and pay like one fifty instead. So. Shit, we're like, oh, we're like, fuck that. Plus, plus with the uh, the uh, the dog boarding business that we started, shit, it, that shit's like booming right now over the holidays. So we making we making cheddar. So so yeah, the, the, the dog trapping like, business. Right? They're yeah. like, what? What recession? We ain't in no recession. Recession? Shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> we got money over here, dog. I know what y'all talking about. <laughs> we got money over here with the dogs, dog. <laughs> exactly. The trap booming. Exactly. <laughs> the bees in the trap. Go ahead and Doggies in the trap. Yeah, basically. Got the pit bulls all lined up outside and whatnot. Wow. Protecting shit. So. So. Who says doggy daycare doesn't pay? It pays. <laughs> sure pays around here. That's for sure. You know that. So, uh, um, but I, uh, I went to uh, Philly a couple weeks ago. And um, mm-hmm. me and my, my wife and a couple of friends, we, uh, we met up with, uh, with a friend of hers. And um, we went to this restaurant. Um, and uh, we, we go in. And this woman, she, uh, she, she uh, walks in. And she's like, uh, she wears, she's wearing like, uh, um, uh, like sunglasses when, when she comes in. I'm like, I'm looking at her. I'm like, shit, I, I recognize this person. And she then uh, okay. kind of like put it away. And uh, we, we all sat down and she like sat down like right next to us and whatnot. And I look at her. Mm-hmm. She t- takes her glasses off. And I'm like, oh shit, it's fucking Candace Owens sitting like right next to us oh, at the shit. restaurant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. She was sitting there with she was there with some some like nerdy looking white guy, um, but yeah, she was, mm. I, you could tell that she was like she was wearing her like uh, sunglasses like when we were in line and shit because she didn't she didn't look at she didn't really want to be recognized shit for obvious uh. reasons. But uh, yeah, it was it was just kind of a funny a funny thing that Candace Owens was sitting in the same restaurant as us. <laughs> so. Maybe she didn't want to get booed. Nah, she definitely <laughs> would have got booed. That's for sure. <laughs> right. In Philly, shit. Right. Oh man. Yeah, she definitely can do. If you're that, um, if you're that much of a right winger and you're that controversial, man, to where people are booing you in restaurants, I'd be worried about eating out. Eating out, man. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be eating out like that. Hell no. Yeah, or like be some kind of incognito or something. Not unless I'm. She was. She was trying. Alabama or something. <laughs> yeah, she you know what I'm saying? If you're somewhere in New York or like the yeah. blue states, man, you're liable to get your food spit on or some yeah. shit. 
She got she got free meals in yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. Well, not the black part of Birmingham, <laughs> but you know the other part. But yeah, she can go to Alabama, Mississippi, or some shit like that. You know. But yeah, it was just. Kind <laughs> oh of, man, I would I would have been tempted to say something, man. <laughs> I was a little tempted. For real, I would have been like. <laughs> talking loud, talking about like uh, climate change or something. <laughs> like, oh my God, did you see that 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 girl Candace Owens when she went on Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> she got embarrassed. Then so, <laughs> you look right at her. Yeah, and you look right. You're looking at her, saying, "Did you see Candace Owens?" <laughs> Give it a Kermit face. <laughs> exactly. Kermit face. Right? I man, I would have been tempted to say something. That's I mean, I, I looked at her. She she kind of looked at she looked at me. She like saw me like like kind of like trying to see exactly who, who she was and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And she and she kind of turned away. So yeah, but I thought about it. But I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to fucking run up on her. You know. Exactly. Say anything to her. You know, it's you looking at her and you're black and she's looking at you. Mm-hmm. She knows she's been cooning. Yeah. <laughs> it's that embarrassment, you know? Exactly. Like, shame. fuck. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, shame. Yeah. Shame. 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 <laughs> she got that. I'm just doing it for the check look. Right. <laughs> She'd be like, shit's real out here, dog. Like, you know what's like, like trying to give you that look like. Yeah. It's a recession right. out here, dog. It's you a recession. Right. You, see, you see the stock market, dog? <laughs> Like, right. I'm just about that bag. I'm about that bag, homie. Yep. <laughs> Switch up a whole vernacular and everything, right? I'm about, I'm about this bag. Homie. Try to get this bag. Yeah, exactly. About this bag, homie. You know what it is. Can't knock the hustle, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's right now. I'm going to put back on my Versace shades. Basically. <laughs> Basically. No, no. And my tap shoes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, are you guys writing in these mathematics? Yeah, yes, let's do it. It's mathematics. Mighty most depth. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I revolve around science. What are we talking about here? Mighty most depth. It's simple mathematics. That's right. It's simple mathematics, where we talk about the uh, news and events going around, uh, going on around the country and around the world. So uh, let's start off with the uh, really big news. Um, so Donald Trump has uh, announced that the U.S. is withdrawing from Syria. So he's uh, ordered staff uh, to execute the, quote, uh, full and rapid, unquote, withdrawal of a U.S. military from Syria, declaring that the U.S. has defeated ISIS. Uh, He said, quote, we have defeated ISIS in Syria. My only reason for being there during the Trump presidency, unquote. He he tweeted on Wednesday morning. Uh, Planning uh, for the pullout is already underway. A U.S. defense official and administration official uh, said recently, uh, the, the decision, a sharp reversal from our previously stated U.S. policy, uh, surprised foreign allies and lawmakers, uh, sparking rebukes, rebuttals, and warnings of intensified congressional oversight, even as the White House said troops are already on their way home. What do you guys think about this? Well, this must be the first time that Trump has pulled out. But um. <laughs> He's, he's here all week. I'm here all week. He's here all week. <laughs> all week. In the ATL, he's there. I wish the comedy he, spot. I wish his dad pulled out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's um, okay. So, for again, this is like I feel like this is the, like the trade uh, discussion that we had in the way you feel like philosophically you you uh, agree with Trump because like as a progressive. 
and people who don't like war, <laughs> you know, decent people. Uh, we've been wanting the U.S. to get out of foreign entanglements, right? Mm-hmm. All the Middle East, Afghanistan, shit, take them out of Korea and Germany as far as I'm, I'm concerned, right? Mm-hmm. And cut the military budget. So this is a good decision. But again, well, not a good decision, but I agree with it philosophically. But then again, there's always the execution with Trump. Like, he's just so bad at his job. Even when he does something that might be good, he can't do it right. Like, so there's two things. I have trouble with two things. One, it's not well planned out. Like, you just can't make snap decisions. I can't, even at work, I can't make a snap decision like that. It's something that doesn't have any impact on people's lives. But this guy just, I think he had a conversation with Erdogan, the president of uh, Turkey, and he's the one who egged him on, you know. Um, and as soon as he got off that phone call, he just did, made that decision right there and right then. He didn't even consult uh, Department of Defense. He didn't consult uh, <clears throat> State Department. He didn't talk to any of the uh, any of the allies. He just made that decision with no risk assessment, no planning, no timetable. It's just it's a shit show, man. And um. You know, I feel bad for, like, the uh, the Kurds, because the Kurds are going to get fucked again, just being our allies. Because I remember, if you guys remember, when HW had put a battery in their back <laughs> to go against Saddam Hussein, and then we didn't, you know, go into uh, Iraq to remove him, he gassed a whole bunch of them in northern mm-hmm. uh, Iraq. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel bad for them, man, because they're, they're really going to get it from Turkey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, you hit it on the head, Rob. I mean, for you know, lack of you know, just foresight. I mean, the dude's—he's bad. He is bad at his job. You know, anyone that operates with on their gut, you know, it, it just shows he has a very low level of emotional intelligence. But hey, what do you need that nowadays for, right? Um, you know, and it betrays our allies, man. I mean. Just think now, you know, they're just holding the bag. They're like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> it's like an erratic person, right? Mm-hmm. You know, where you, you don't know. He's, he's just so unpredictable, right? You can't trust him. You don't know how to trust him. And it really just, you know, spits in the face of just our foreign diplomacy and just our foreign policy. And it, it will have repercussions, you know? I mean, just to pull out, you know, <laughs> I know, pull out, to leave Syria. <laughs> I changed this up a little bit. To leave Syria just, you know, in this, just, crazy and just you know expeditious way without any planning it's yeah it's you're going to see that region unstable you know it's going to be unstable there will be repercussions and you know unfortunately you know whoever's the next president they're gonna have to clean up the fuck up and that's the sad part you know this situation is he thinks just operating this way is the best way to run to to basically govern or to be the president and Mm -hmm. it just goes and it shows man it's a shit show trump's nothing but a shit show but you know what hey this is what they wanted, right? Are you entertained? <laughs> Tell me, are you now entertained? Yeah, it was a crazy fucking week, so. Right? Um, I have to say I, I disagree because I, I, I 100% agree with uh, pulling out of Syria. I don't really see any type of, like, um, timetable or anything that would uh, would make the situation any any better or more stable. I mean... Really, the, what's what's going on is that the the military industrial complex they want they want the U.S. to stay to stay in this region. They want they want to you know quote unquote protect uh, U.S. interests um, uh, by staying in the region and and uh, and uh, uh, basically uh, eliminating ISIS. But you're never going to 
completely eliminate ISIS. It's, it's just it's 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 we're talking about like um, terror cells and and that kind of thing. You're never gonna hundred percent hundred percent get rid of them. So we're talking about basically an, an everlasting war, another everlasting war that that we're talking about. And I don't really see like any um, year long year long pullout, two year long pullout or whatever pullout. That's uh, that would uh, that would uh, it, actually that would do anything anything productive when it comes to this thing. I think honestly, I think that that you know whether whether you just execute this now or you or you do something with some kind of timetable in the where you have like a year long uh, plan or whatever. I don't think it, it makes much of a difference at all. But to me, what this highlights um, is that basically uh, in this country, you don't really have a left wing party. You basically have a Democratic Party that's um, essentially uh, conservative, uh, conservative Republicans, because you're seeing uh, Donald Trump getting criticized by people like Nancy Pelosi, Democrats, who, uh, Democrats, the, the, the basically uh, the, uh, the ruling part of the Democratic Party, uh, criticizing him for, for leaving Syria. Uh, when you know Democrats are supposed to be the party of peace, basically, but you know you have uh, uh, Obama who uh, who went into Syria without any kind of congressional approval. He wanted to get congressional approval. They denied him approval, and he went in there anyway, unilaterally. And now that uh, now that Trump wants to get, get get us out, now it's 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 some kind of problem because these Democrats are are bought and paid for by the by the uh, the military industrial complex. So well, I don't I, mean, I don't really see anything mm-hmm. anything anything about this that that I that I disagree with. It's well, lessons. Oh, go ahead, Tim. Now I'm just gonna say we have to learn from our lessons, though, right? I mean, it's we did the same shit in Iraq. We did the exact same thing. Just we left, and the region was just unstable. And then on top of that, man, I mean, I don't see you know really you know in terms of just you know being able to just leave this quickly. You just leave, you know, terror cells, you're right. It is a philosophical view of terrorism. I mean, you can't fight that. And I've always said that from, you know, day one. You know, terrorism is a state of mind and people would do what they want. And you can't just say kill, you know, terrorism. It's not a person or a thing. It's actually a, a philosophy. However, you, we got into it. And those are the things that you have to understand when you get into something like this. There has to be some sort of strategy and, and to walk away from it because the exit may be a lot more tougher not more tough Jesus a lot tougher than the entry so yeah. that's why I just think that there should be a timetable I agree and then I mean it's just like with anything man like you know how you at work <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, and um, let's say like a client wants to change the scope of a project right mm-hmm. then you have meetings <laughs> and you like do an impact analysis and how that's going to impact the project the cost time resources everything right so I think that's, there's no difference. I mean, you just can't just wake up one day, man, and just say, oh, we we did job done. We're getting out of uh, Syria. Like, there are people's lives at stake. I agree with him that we should get out, man. I just don't right. agree with, like, the snap decisions and, and no planning. It's like, what are we doing? It's like, like I say, the Kurds are really going to be in a world of hurt because Turkey, Turkey sees them as a threat. And the only thing that was sitting between... Uh, the, the Kurds in Turkey was the United States. And the Kurds joined us and helped, you know, beat back ISIS and take back the territory that they had taken in Syria and northern Iraq. And, um, damn, we at least owe it to them, you know, to at least make it orderly and make sure that they don't get fucking, you know, destroyed by, by Turkey, you know. But I, I think we still, I mean, we owe 
all the people that have died, all the people that have been wounded, we owe them at least an orderly process of leaving, not just saying one day, okay, we're out of here. But how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that if you if you leave and the president and the president of of of, uh, of uh, and the president of Syria is, is still there? I mean, there's still going to be like military military uh, military interventions by him. So if if you leave, then you're you're basically you're basically leaving you're basically screwing over the Kurds. So what you're basically so you're basically saying is that you can't leave. Is what it sounds like. I mean, what 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 possible what objective would you want to see that like in time as as far as the timeline that you would be reach that you'd be reaching towards in order to have an exit? I'd like to see him talk to the Department of Defense first. Like if you before he announces a decision to the world, at least talk to your Department of Defense. At least talk to your Secretary of State, um, the State Department. Come to a decision. Inform the the Congress. Uh, <laughs> inform your allies. It doesn't. It doesn't strike you as crazy that he could just wake up one day <laughs> and go out there on the, uh, the 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 outside of the White House and, and what looks like video that's been taken on an iPhone and just say, uh, "We've accomplished our mission in in Syria. Now we need, now we're getting out." It does, but I don't see any objective that that there's that still still is that that they could uh, that they could complete in a year or two years or whatever it is. I mean, uh, Obama he took he took troops out of Iraq, but we're still in Iraq. Where we have we haven't we haven't exited Iraq. We're yeah. still there. We're, we're we're I mean we're everywhere. We're still we're still in uh, in uh, Iraq. We're we're probably yeah. going I mean, to going to enter Iran. I mean, I mean how much how much more of this this shit can we can we possibly take? I don't I, I don't mean, see I don't see what what a year is is going to do. I mean the Kurds are screwed anyway. Well, maybe not. Maybe they could use some um, negotiation. Maybe we don't take orders from Erdogan. Right, like Erdogan is the one who ordered Trump to get to get people to get to you know to remove the troops from Syria, and then putting the next day order him to remove troops from Afghanistan. Maybe we don't take orders from um, other countries, hmm. right? Like I don't know the intricacies of it to see how we could protect the the Kurds, but maybe there is a way to do it. Maybe just packing up one day and leaving is not the way. first of all. I think that's just dumb, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then it's not. Yeah, it's, it's it's just you know too, too. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it's messy, I guess, for the lack of a better term. It's just messy, and there's no, and I just say there has to be a timetable to stabilize it. I mean, that's like the the you know the, the on the option scale. Like you know, it's like come on, that's like the just the erratic, radical way of doing it. There has to be a way to like just come up with a timetable and just a, a sensible timetable. I'm not saying let it last for a decade, obviously. I mean, that's that's irrational as well, but just a sensible timetable so the region is at least stabilized. But, but that's, that's just me. That's kind of the point, though. I don't think the, the region can be stabilized. I mean, that, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of the point of, of leaving. I mean, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing really more you can do other than staying in there and having an everlasting war. Hmm. I, don't I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't. I don't see that. I would never say no way can be. You know, it can't be stabilized. I mean, shit. Then if we're living that kind of life, then then we just might as well be cynics of everything, right? You know. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know enough to say whether it can, and I can't say I know enough to say that it can't. So. Yeah, I just know that <clears throat> one thing that's definite. I don't think anybody can disagree with this. Is like the snap decision making. Yeah, that's just me. It's it's, hey. it's bad. It's bad for a small business, business let, let alone a fucking nation, where war and peace and, and lives are at stake. I agree, but I still think it's the right decision. But 
Uh, we'll see. No we'll, man, we'll, philosophically, we'll I agree with you. Yeah, I, I know, but yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I mean, we got to get out of here. Yeah. We got to. Yeah. I don't. Eventually, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, if if our objective is like the eradication of ISIS or whatever it is, whatever uh, stupid ass. No, that, that's not. That's not. It's, it's ridiculous. Happen. It's not gonna that's, happen. No, that's no, not no. gonna happen. But that's what a lot of right wingers they they want. They 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 talk about you know the eradication of ISIS, well, eradication not, of this because they want perpetual war. Yeah, I mean right. you're right about that. I'm, I'm, listen, man. Trump is such a fucking enigma that he's turned everything upside down, man. He's got people who used to be on this side of the issue, now on this side of the issue. Right. And when he does something, a lot of us hate him, so we just want to be against. But then I try to, to be fair and look at the issue very objectively, and that's what I try to do in this situation. But, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fucking chaos with these guys. He just turns everything upside down. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Hey. Basically. All right, let's let's move on. Uh so, um apparently the uh the cop in uh, Minneapolis who uh, accidentally uh shot uh the woman uh was uh charged with intentional murder. So, uh, a judge in a Minneapolis court has ruled that an officer who killed a woman on duty will face another murder charge in the shooting. Officer Mohammed Noor responded to a call of a possible domestic dispute in July 2017 while sitting in the car with his partner, uh, Justine Damond, uh, banged on the back of the vehicle and came around to the driver's side. At some point, Noor shot across his partner through the window, fatally injuring Damond, who later died at a hospital. Uh, tragically, it was Damond who called uh, 911 to report a possible crime. Uh, in the aftermath of the shooting, Noor, a Muslim immigrant from Somalia, was charged with third-degree unintentional murder and, and second-degree manslaughter. Prosecutors in the case uh, wanted to add a more serious charge, and on December 7th, uh, they got their wish. Uh, the uh, district judge, uh, Catherine uh, uh, Quaintance, uh, approved an additional charge of second-degree intentional murder against Noor in the case. Uh, the prosecution maintains that Noor deliberately shot Damond that night and fired with tragic accuracy, managing to uh, send a 9mm bullet across his partner's body and through the, the narrow space of the open driver's side window. What do you guys think about this? Take it away, too. <laughs> what, is, what, what, what is there to think? <laughs> you know, the minute I saw this, I said, well, well, of course. But we said this a year ago, remember? We, we said, if it's a black this. cop who shoots a white woman, <laughs> you already know. Yeah. So so we knew this was going to happen. I'm surprised they didn't get first degree, honestly. I really I I thought they would at least try, but you know, again, they have to they're trying to show, you know, fairness, I guess. It's fuck shit. I mean, sad, you know, again, it's unfortunate that the you know, the um, the victim in this situation, she's almost a pawn of this political bullshit that happens and the inequities in this country because now you're almost like if you're on if you're looking at this from an emotional perspective, you're almost saying, "Well, see, look at that shit. And I don't want to get into all that because you know." Get... <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Because I wouldn't, I would not wish death upon anybody under no circumstance, especially at the hands of the police. But you knew this would happen. You know, white life is more valuable than black life. And now that it's a black cop who shoots a white, a, a white woman, now of course the full extent of the law must be, 
you know, um, executed and mm-hmm. exercised. Mm-hmm. You have to see the, the, the due diligence, the you know, this, the um, what are they? What's the legal term? Um, due process. Everything now takes shape, right? Mm-hmm. And it's bullshit, and it's just fuck shit, and that's the problem with this country, and that's just the problem with the world that we live in today, especially when you are when you're a person of color, and most specifically a black male. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, we talked about it. Actually, it was almost like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was we year. had this conversation. Yeah, when it happened, we were like, <laughs> we were like, homeboy is done, right? Right, <laughs> because we say you kill a white woman, and she's pretty, a pretty blonde white woman, and you happen to be black, Somali, Muslim, immigrant. Yep, you're done for. You know, I mean, this is. Th- this is exactly what's supposed to happen when uh, a cop shoots an innocent person, mm-hmm. right? The cop is supposed to be tried as a criminal and treated like a criminal. Like, the impact of this was so crazy is, like, the mayor lost his jo- the, the mayor lost re-election, right? Because people felt like they were withholding information. Mm-hmm. The, chief of, the chief of the police got fired. Um, they went back, and they say that the, the charges were not... <clears throat> Strong enough, so they they went back and sought that second degree intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Those are all the things that are supposed to happen. But they didn't happen for Philando Castile. Nope. And Philando nope. Castile is around the same area, right? Minneapolis area? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't even they charged the cop with uh, uh, manslaughter. Right. That's Philando the Castile? lowest. Yeah. I don't even think that he and got he charged. He acquitted. Yeah, I think he still kept his job, right? I think, yeah, I think he was acquitted, right? That, I think yeah. that's what I remember reading in the New York I, Times. I didn't think he got a charge at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I look it up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's just amazing, man. And you know, people, you know, make it seem like we're always complaining about racism. Racism doesn't exist, but here is a perfect example, mm-hmm. right? You could even say like the the killing of Philando was more egregious because he was in the daytime. He was mm-hmm. sitting down in the car. Yep. This one happened at night, and the guy got spooked or whatever. I mean, he you know he deserves what he's gonna get, but shit, man, it's a clear example. The double standard, the the treatment of black males on one end compared to the treatment of white women on the other end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Shit. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's. It, it really just like uh, it baffles me um, just the fact that you could get like some two two cases like that so eerily similar and one like I'm pretty certain that Philando Castillo that the officer who charged who like killed Philando Castillo he did he didn't get he didn't he go, go to trial um, maybe they charged him but they didn't but the grand jury didn't um, didn't uh, um, actually uh, uh, actually uh, put, get put any charges on him no he was uh, it says. Officer Geronimo Yanez was acquitted in June by jurors in the fatal shooting of Mr. Castile. A juror, the juror, was it a grand jury or was it like an actual trial? Uh, they don't say. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. That's interesting. Okay. Well, that, that's that's interesting. What was he? What was he charged with? Um, manslaughter. Manslaughter. Yeah. Mm. See, and you charge one with manslaughter and the se- and the other one with uh, second degree intentional murder. Mm-hmm. I mean. Just the disparity in, in charges is, is is absolutely ridiculous to me. I mean, you have like so many things, so many confluence of things. Like you talked about, like the Muslim thing, uh, the uh, Somali thing, and you know, versus versus a white woman. 
But also what we talked about previously is the fact that um, the, uh, the police department, the police department basically threw Mohammed Noor under the bus. They basically, mm. they basically washed their hands with him completely. They were like, oh, well, you, you on your own, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> So tough luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Shit. So yeah, they they basically they, they said yeah we we're not we're not supporting you but uh, I know they supported the uh, the cop who uh, who shot uh, Flannel Castile. So yeah, that that just shows to me shows to you basically the just the incredible double standard that it's you. It's not that about cops. It's not about blue lives matter. It's about white nope. lives matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. White lives matter when they kill black people. That's the only takeaway. Yep. It's not about mm-hmm. cops. Yep. Exactly. Uh, get your shit Tough together, break, America. Megan. It's always food. <laughs> yep. Get get your shit together, America. Get your shit together. Yep. All right. Let's move on. Um, so uh, recently, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, physicist, um, has uh, been accused of uh, sexual harassment. Uh, so uh, uh, one physicist uh, accused him of uh, non-consensually feeling beneath her dress at a conference, while a former assistant uh, said he had made suggestive comments uh, to her that prompted her to quit her job. Uh, Those allegations joined an older allegation of uh, rape by a woman who was a fellow grad student of Tyson's at the University of Texas at Austin. What do you guys think about what's happening to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and in the allegations? Man, I don't believe that shit. (laughs) <laughs> look, man, let me, let me first begin by saying, look, I might be a little biased, okay? Because I love, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson, man. Um, I mean, I've been watching him since forever, man. Before he even blew up in the mainstream, I was watching him. Like on YouTube and documentaries. Um, like Cosmos. You know, I go back to, uh, whatchamacallit, back the 80s. Uh, before... Neil Tyson took over for him. I can't... Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Anyway. So, you know, obviously I have an affinity for him, but, you know, I I looked at the uh, the uh, the accusations and then his responses to the accusations, and so there were, like, four so far, but one was... Uh, one was um, accusation of rape... But this is a girl that he used to date back in the day. That's like, what he says. She like says, 35 she says years different. ago. Yeah. Hmm? That's what he says. She says different. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a he say, she say case. Um, the other ones were just like, at worst, it was just flirt, flirting, right? By an astrophysicist who's not very smooth when it comes to that area, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like he, you know he tried to he tried he shot he shot man what the fuck you can't shoot your shot anymore. Nope. Um, it's not like he forced them or took action because they rejected him. Um, the other one it was just very innocent. It's like the lady had a uh, the lady had a tattoo of the uh, the uh, uh, it was Saturn. It was Saturn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a solar system. Yeah. And he was I think he was looking for Pluto, but it was yeah. on her shoulder, so I guess he like. Pull back her, her dress or something on her shoulder. On her freaking shoulder, man. Mm-hmm. And she, she's crazy. She claims harassment. The other one, he was just shooting his shot, man. Like, come on, man. We got, we got to relax with this whole thing, man. I declined to comment. 
Oh boy. You're not going to get me again. <laughs> anonymous, anonymous letters and shit. I'm not getting caught up in this one again. All I'll say is I defer my commentary to serve. <laughs> um, I, I, I have mixed feelings about this because um, I, I think that like the um, like I, I, I read the allegations and the one that Rob you talked about with the uh, the the planet solar system on the shoulder like a lot of the uh, the accusations they, they they make it they write him to make it seem more salacious like they said that that he reached under her dress yeah I mean mm. you hear you hear reach under her dress you know yeah. what you, you think he reached right. under underneath her dress or whatever to like you know grab like pull pull a Trump yeah you know right. one of those right. deals but I mean they, they they write those kind of things very salaciously so that you know you don't really get the full story then you you hear that you know okay she he like looked like underneath the, the shoulder of her strap of her dress to like follow like where the the, the her tattoo was yeah and you're like oh, come on man seriously I mean why why can't you just like write a write a fucking story accurately so people actually know what, what happened. But they but they write things like salaciously like that so in order to get a get a rise out of you get a visceral reaction right so like fucking bait yeah exactly shit like that um the um the uh, uh I mean the the other allegation about uh, about uh, the um uh, him uh, making um, suggestive comments he said something like apparently like uh, she wanted uh, she I guess she was he he thought she was attractive something like that and uh, she she wanted to give him a hug. And he was like, "No, I don't want to give you a hug. If if, if you give me a hug, I'm gonna want something more." Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Not." Nah. He basically, I guess, rejected her. I guess. So and then she and she construed that as harassment. I'm kind of I'm kind of like, come on. I mean, he basically he basically didn't he did he he didn't he didn't want to like physically touch her, and now and now that that kind of becomes like a harassment. I'm 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 looking at that kind of like like suspect. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the the one um, the one about the uh, the the uh, alleged rape uh, by the woman that one's kind of um, dicey. It's iffy. I'm not sure. It's, it's a he said she said thing. He said that uh, they 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 dated. She said that they didn't. Uh, apparently they had sex. She she even actually she um she said that um uh she I guess the reason that she uh, she. She said it was rape is because she didn't remember the incident. So I guess maybe she thought that he drugged her. That's what she said. Yeah, she didn't remember. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't know. I mean, just, I, I just because you didn't, you, you don't remember the incident doesn't mean that, that that you know he drugged you. I mean that. And they had sex multiple times. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. I, I thought they just had sex the one time. <laughs> no, it was multiple times. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's and it's 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 very it's very it's it's it. It's all just very, very. It's it, it's very. It's it's all hanging by by a thin thread. There, there's, there's there's some reaching there, so I'm not, I'm not sure what's what's going on. What's going on with that? So, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I I can't I can't really say either. either and like, and what gets me is is that the relishness, hmm. the, the just the gleefulness that they have in in, in getting someone. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter if the, the guy's been a a nice guy or whatever. Or a scumbag. It's just like they're just happy to get someone, and they're just gonna, you know, write salacious stories. And oh my god, I, hope, I wish we. I think to me, it seems like a lot of these people who, you know, write these articles and part of this movement is like they wish it was true more than they they're like, you know, mm-hmm. let's get to the truth mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It's like they just want it to be true so they can take down someone. 
It's just it's fucking, and it, it's making that movement lose credibility. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, so Kevin Hart. Um, just days after he was announced uh, as the host of the upcoming 91st Academy Awards, uh, Kevin Hart has stepped down from his position. Uh, the move was prompted by fury that uh, erupted following the announcement over anti-gay tweets uh, that he had posted several years ago. Uh, some of them uh, are preserved in infamy forever via screenshots, uh, some still living on his account as well as, uh, quote, homophobic jokes, unquote, that were included in earlier stand-up sets. Uh, Hart has maintained that the bit was a satire of his own heterosexuality and stopped performing it a decade ago. What do you guys think about this? Go ahead, see. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that they give me all of the black race stories, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know, this. Shit, well, first of all, you know, it's, it's something where... You look at, you know, just where we are in the landscape of the country and the, and the climate we're in, you know, it's almost as if we have to be perfect. And especially, you know, black males, you have to be perfect. You cannot make a mistake. You know, with this story, you know, and, and really it, this story, you know, if it's been out there, this wouldn't have been a big deal if he wasn't about to host the Oscars. OK, he's done this bit before. He's been on his Twitter account, and as Serve just said, like you know, twenty ten, right? In the, yeah, in the yeah. In, you know summarizing, you know, this, getting the story set up, is that it's been it's on his account. He didn't delete it, so you knew they knew it was out there. But you know, once again, you know, it, it just goes to show, you know, when your brother trying to make moves and step into a a, a light or even into a segment of society where. It really isn't, you know, regulated or, or where you're supposed to be, and I guess is the best way I could put it. Of course, they bring out all the demons and all of the shit. But I do, I got to shout out Nick Cannon, man. Nick Cannon was the, was the G on this. Yep. Because he, he, he definitely, you know, pulled the light over, shed some light on this whole thing and really showed the double standard in this case, mm-hmm. right? You had Sarah Silverman, who's made comments, I guess, and, you know, and I love Sarah Silverman. She's mm-hmm. mad cool, you know? But he was pulling them out, you know, and there's several others, you know, comedians that, you know, have made comments like that and it wasn't a big deal. I mean, shit, you go back into the decades, you know, with they let Eddie Murphy host the Oscars and shit. I, I mean, if you haven't seen Raw, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what, you really would, you know, <laughs> cut your purse. You know what I'm saying, so to speak, yo. And that's one of my favorite stand-ups. So whatever. But you know, it, it's it's just crazy the times we're in, man. I mean, it's almost like everybody's just so fucking sensitive, and it's almost like Jesus Christ, a comedian can't be a comedian anymore. We have to like you know just regulate and police everything. You can't fucking just make a joke without someone being like, oh, that's that's racist, oh, that's homophobic, oh, that's sexist, oh, that's chauvinistic. It's like, calm the fuck down that's the part about a fucking joke there's some jokes that are offensive absolutely but then but when you b- put the double standard on someone where you're like okay so where's the uproar with self sarah silverman mm-hmm. where's the uproar with other white comedians that make jokes that may cross the line where's that uproar with or as you know shout out to Tiam taylor keep that same energy mm-hmm. but of course you know there's always a double standard so anyway what say y'all um I agree with you. That's a good point about the double standard because Nick Cannon did bring out the receipts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out. You know, actually, one of those, the, actually the, the, guy, the guy who started this whole thing defended um, Sarah, Sil- Sarah Silverman and all those other people talk about 
they know that they are friends of the LBGTQ community, mm-hmm. which is fucking oh. ridiculous. Wow. Yep. Wow. Um, Fuck. But the thing is, like, um, uh, gay people, y'all just going to have to get a sense of humor. Because <laughs> nobody, nobody's exempt, man, um, from jokes, you know. And you kind of have to look at jokes and look at the... In- the intent of the joke, man. Mm-hmm. It's not like Kevin Hart is sitting there saying, oh, I hate gay people. It's just making jokes, right? Um, just like, I'm sh- remember when they got on, they got mad at Chappelle because he made uh, transgender jokes? Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, they really, you know, were trying to go after Dave, but they can't go after Dave because Dave doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> the Oscars or anything he, he doesn't control. Yeah. He walked away from $50 million. Exactly. And <laughs> so got, he don't, and he got really it don't back. Like a G, and they can't right. threaten him with bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just gonna have to learn how to take jokes, man. Because I'm sure the same people are probably laughing at Dave Chappelle skits where he's talking about black culture, certain aspects of black culture, mm-hmm. right? Like um, the uh, the reparations, right? That's mm-hmm. really poking fun at black culture, right? Mm-hmm. And we laughed. We love that skits like that because <laughs> we have a sense of humor. You know what I mean? About ourselves, so I mean, gay people are gonna have to realize that. Look at the intent of the of the of the joke and realize that we're not saying that because we hate. I mean, they're not saying that because, they, or we're not laughing because we hate gay people. It's just funny the differences. That's why white black jokes are never not gonna be funny, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because they just point out the certain differences within within the culture, you know, uh, different difference between groups, and that's funny. So. Come on, man. Y'all going to have to lighten up. <laughs> yeah, what's interesting is that, you know, they, they tried to get at, at, at uh, Dave Chappelle on a Netflix, his Netflix shit, but, I mean, he, he, was, he, didn't, he didn't go. But, I mean, Amy Schumer has a big Netflix special, too, but they, they don't say shit about her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous to me, the, this, this whole just double standard when it comes to this. And, and the way that these people just, like, they have to make, do all these uh, mental gymnastics in order to make excuses. <laughs> oh, well, they can do it. It's okay. It's like, you know, if, like, like if somebody can, like, if somebody can uh, give, like, you know, I don't know, some comedian, like, uh, a pass for saying the N-word or some shit like that. You know, as if, mm-hmm. as if black people can, oh, well, oh, well, we don't mind if he says it. But but he him he can't say it or whatever that that kind of thing, mm. it's it's ridiculous. I mean nobody you're you're not authorized to give to give fucking passes, you know. Right. So I mean the, the I I don't think these the I don't think people are can can just say you know um, who they're who they're offend if they're if the same thing occurs and they can say I'm offended by this but not by this. It, it's just it just mm. leads to me to be like okay well then I'm I'm not even taking you seriously then in that case. If, if you if you want to just pick and choose and and the people who you pick they just happen to be black oh well you know what all right fine you y'all on y'all on your own you know what do 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 your thing or whatever but I mean just don't don't just like um, pick on pick on black people uh, just just for the sake of uh, making making headlines and making news in order to uh, to advance your cause making making black people just the uh, the uh, the doormats for for your cause. I think I think it's absolutely ridiculous, especially given the fact that uh, the um, the LGBT community they have a long way to go when it comes to uh, to racism in that uh, in, in that community. So you know, mm-hmm. so you know what? To me, you don't you don't get to you don't get to 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 say, to say some say some shit like that uh, with uh, with uh, Kevin Hart when you when you're willing to give uh, give other people a pass and uh, just you know, just in order to uh, to advance your cause. That's it. Mm. 
And that's a great, great point you just raised, sir, about the LGBT community and racism that <laughs> they definitely have a long way to go. Because if you're a black gay person in that community, yep. they, they definitely know the, the cause of what's going on and how shit is happening and racism is they're not exempt. They have a double negative, right? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? If you black gay, you're fucked. You know what I mean? And they don't get no kind of love nor support within that community. So yeah, let, let's let's just, you know, put it out call it what it is. If you're white, gay, selective selective you know outrage. I mean? yeah, yeah, of course. You can't be selective about <laughs> Using the word fag, right? right. It, it offends you, it doesn't. Right. Right. Yeah. You can't give some uh, Sarah Silverman a pass because she's a pretty white woman, mm -hmm. but right. go against Kevin Hart. Matter of fact, if you have a problem with Kevin Hart or The Rock, there's something wrong with you. Who's who's clean enough? <laughs> who's clean enough then? Yeah. I mean, Kevin Hart is like the, the, the cleanest probably uh, comedian uh, that, that there is. He makes fucking jokes about raccoons like, uh, like knocking on his door and shit. Yeah, right. His house. <laughs> I mean, Jesus right. Christ, seriously. Right. Is there a more likable, um, <clears throat> um, famous person than the Kevin Hart? Maybe The Rock? I don't think so. They're probably going to go back and, and now start talking about The Rock because The Rock used to make gay jokes. Right. <laughs> on right. WWF. No. Yeah. No. True. So, I mean, like, Come on, man. There, goes, there goes his presidential run. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, it's funny. I wonder if he was saying something about black people. Would they be the same uproar in the gay community? Of course not. No. Of course no. not. I mean, the, right. the, would that, they, would they, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was, I was just want to say the, uh, the, you know, we're talking about like the, like the uh, gay community has a long way to go. I'm not just talking about like just defending uh, black, black gay people, but also just in their, in their racist shit. I mean, I mean there's like a gay apps out there where, they talk where you know um, gay people they 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 meet up or whatever and you know they they'll like um, have like profile profiles where they talk about you know races that they don't want to date mm -hmm. and that kind of thing and they'll and they'll, and they'll say shit like um, you know uh, uh, if they don't want to date a black person they'll say no fried chicken or like wow. they don't want to date date an Indian person they'll be like no curry that 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 shit like that but they but they're not really called out called out on stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of racism that goes on and that goes on in that community uh, community that goes completely unchecked and nobody nobody cares about it. Right. I mean, because it is America, so they they are going to be you know, race just because they're homosexual does not mean that racism yeah, doesn't exist in that community. Exactly. You right. know, doesn't mean that they're allies. I'll put it that mm -hmm. way. Just because yeah, just just because somebody's gay doesn't mean that they're that they're an ally. Because because yeah. because we because because they because they we both go go through go through some shit. Mm. That's true. So before we lose any more sponsors, we'll move on. Stay <laughs> <laughs> strong, uh, Kevin Hart. I think no we're pretty doubt. much. I think we're pretty much done. On Don't let them break I you. Know we, I know we 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 pretty much Three Kings podcast is yeah. like probably banned from so many <laughs> so many platforms. They're like, what? Those brand uh, yeah, even 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 even, <laughs> even even Bevel ain't fucking with us. I mean, <laughs> We're gonna at this point we're gonna be reduced to selling like like vitamins like uh, Alex Jones <laughs> where, where, and yeah, gold buy-ins or whatever they call gold, them. Gold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsors would be like what? We, every time a sponsor, we go be sponsored. Yeah. We go be sponsored cryptocurrencies. So. Cryptocurrency, right? Bitcoin gonna fuck with us like fuck it. We'll take it. We'll take Bitcoin. Bitcoin, holla at us. Where because this is the most outspoken <laughs> renegade podcast out there, boy, and I love. Love it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Um, All right, let's move on. Um, so there's an article that came out recently um, that talks about across the South, 
that Democrats who speak uh, boldly uh, risk alienating uh, rural white voters. So basically, it talks about uh, how uh, uh, Democrats they have to uh, like kind of toe a line um, when they're when they're uh, talking to voters because there are certain things that they can't really really say or or object to uh, that kind of thing because they don't want to risk uh, alienating white voters that they may need in order to get elect, elected uh, statewide. So you guys read the article. What do you think about it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just started laughing because I already. Well, go ahead, Rob. I won't interrupt you if you're about to say something. But that was just, it was it was an interesting article. But go ahead. I'll let you speak. Uh, um, uh, I mean, look, man. There's just a certain segment of the population that you're not going to be able to get, right? Um, the South, rural areas. You're not gonna, you're never ever going to be able to get a significant uh, number of them to vote for Democratic candidates um or black democratic candidates as we saw in the case of uh of uh was it mississippi Mm -hmm. to make a difference so don't try to appeal to them or be quiet about certain issues right like um the the candidate in mississippi didn't want to call out the his opponent for uh using racial language Mm -hmm. right because he thought that might offend the electors. Hey, that's some shit when you don't call somebody out for being racist. and, and, and that, that, You call somebody out for being racist and, that, and that's offensive. That's, that's going to be offensive. Mm-hmm. And, but I'll let you finish, Rob. Look, man. Some of those voters, you just got to write them off, right? And just do the best that you can with your voters and uh, white Democratic voters. And try to turn up those numbers. You're probably not going to win in Alabama. But, but maybe in Georgia and Florida... Maybe um, demographics change. You have more northerners moving to the south, especially more black people moving back to the south. Um, you have a rise in, you know, Hispanic vote. And it's going to, um, you know, that, that'll make up for the white rule of vote that will never vote for a Democrat or a black candidate in the first place. That's the only way I can see it. Maybe like in the north, Iowa, Pennsylvania, Ohio, the racism is not as... In, it's not as in-depth as, as it is in the South, politically speaking. So maybe, like, Obama was able to get out some of those people to vote in bigger numbers than they have before. But in the South, nah, man. Forget the deplorables in the South, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, th- this article is like, it was almost one of those things where you're reading it and you're saying, okay, obviously they're speaking from a political strategist perspective. All right, I, I get it. But when you look at it as just from a moral principle, just, you know, like backbone perspective, you're like, what kind of fucking bullshit is this? Are you telling people not to call out racism? You, you basically are saying just just accept it and sell out so you can get those votes. Fuck mm-hmm. you, man. I read that shit. And I was like, man, fuck you. Are you out of your fucking mind? If that motherfucker, you saw that, like in Mississippi, for example, this chick basically said, hey, I want to take place. Hey, rage! Yep. Black rage! I kill any white folks that lay my that's my theme music. I love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, give me a fucking break. This chick had the, the audacity to say that she wants to see a public lynching or something to that effect. I know mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. Use public lynching? Mm-hmm. It was in talking too reckless. 
in a state where lynching, public lynching is like an all-time high in Mississippi. They have like the, the worst record on that. Mm-hmm. Okay? So to say some shit like that and him to sit back and be like, whoa, I, I, I was not going to say that in my election. You fucking clown. <laughs> you a clown, dog. You a fucking clown. And you know, it just, it's like, come on, man. It's almost telling, you know, black, you know, politicians, hey, you got to play the centrist. And guess what? You got to, you know, just, you know, uh, just, just tuck your tail and just deal with the shit. You got you to gotta cut your dreadlocks before you wrestle, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's fuckery, Don't man. offend racists. <laughs> you know, don't offend the rural racists. Hey, if they wear a sheet to your, to your rally, just, just ignore them. Let them burn across. Take the take the high road. Take the high road as the dog is biting you, and when they when the fire hose water hits you, you get back up because it's not about staying down. It's how you get up? Go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> how do you really feel? Um, get with my theme music. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Hey, Yeah, um, to me, this this article really just uh, it made me angry because um, it was basically it was basically uh, saying that okay, you you shouldn't you shouldn't do anything you shouldn't do anything um, and and you shouldn't uh, you, okay where Democrats are gonna have to you know do do whatever it takes you know to to appease appease these people um, so so you know you have to in the future if we have to be just be Republican lights. And not say anything that that might offend anybody. Then you, you, y'all y'all just gonna have to understand. Y'all just gonna have to have to understand that shit. That we we just we just we just doing this. Uh, the funny thing about this article is that I mean they 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 mention like Andrew Gillum and uh, Stacey Abrams. I mean, but none of the people that they, that they mentioned even said anything that was that was uh, that was that were, that were that were speaking boldly. I mean, none of them had any rig- truly bold bold positions. They were all trying to like be as, as centrist as possible, or mm-hmm. or or Republican lights essentially. But you're but you're you're saying you're you're basically telling telling people that uh, they have to be that way in order to in order to get elected. Completely neg- negating the fact that half the population doesn't even vote, and there's a reason that fucking half the population doesn't vote is because that they know that the elected officials won't do shit for them. Mm-hmm. But they but they they refuse to reach out to these people. If you could reach out to like even like. Half of those people who who, who vote—I mean, there used to be a, a point in this country where eighty percent of the population used to vote. Not anymore. Half half people vote, but 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 you you all you all you care about is attracting Republicans to your to your side. You're not concerned about uh, attracting people who don't vote, people who feel disenfranchised, people who who, who don't think that the government is going to do anything anything for them uh, over to your to your side. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 just. Absolutely ridiculous to me that this is the the Democrats uh, Democrats plan in the future is to be Republican light, and that's what it sounds like this article is saying to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the, the premise is don't do not offend racists. Mm-hmm. It's like don't yeah. don't feed the animals. Mm-hmm. Don't offend the racists. Right. Word. Yep. Word. No, I want them offended. Because I want to know who is who. Right. You know? I mean, speak, like, you're right. Speak boldly about what you're offering, right? And, and if your policies are good enough, they can stand on their own, right? Yep. You don't have to kiss the ass of some backward living in a trailer park racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Give me a break. 
Yeah. Can't you know they on some can't beat them join them shit. Yeah, exactly. Even even on, on stuff like you know they they can't speak boldly on like uh, on Medicare for all. How how the fuck can you can you possibly can you possibly like uh, not be for Medicare for all? How can, how can you possibly uh, just uh, say uh, when uh, when it when it's, when it comes to talk, talk, talk about Medicare for all that uh, a majority of the people a vast majority of the of the, the population want want Medicare for all like sixty percent. I think it's like right. even seventy percent, and mm-hmm. and like over more than more than half even Repu- Republicans, uh, Republicans want uh, want Medicare for all. When when you when you say shit like that, people are like yes, bitch, yes, yes, bitch, yes. But then when it's time to fucking actually do something about it, they're like, oh no, slow down now, hold up, hold up now, slow mm-hmm. down. You can't, we can't, we can't have that. We can't have none of that. Yeah. Okay, we, we we have to moderate moderate this stuff or whatever. Get get the fuck out of here. I, I, I don't want. I want. I'm I'm, I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> tell, us really tell, tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you really feel. Black rage! Black rage! I'll kill any white folks that lay my motherfucking eyes on! That's my theme music. <laughs> Goddamn right. Goddamn uh, right. Alright. Uh, let's move on. Uh, so, um, we're going to do another segment. This is a segment that we call What's Beef? Check this. What's Beef? Beef is when you need two cats to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be an ICU. One more time. What's beef? Beef is when you make your enemies start your jeep. Beef is when you roll no less than 30 deep. So, Kanye West uh, recently tweeted a screenshot of a text message revealing Drake uh, had a, a sense in a clearance a request for uh, Say What's Real, his uh, 2009 reworking of uh, the 808 and Heartbreak track, Say You Will. Uh, this uh, uh, pro- He said, this proves sh- shit faker than wrestling, he wrote. In, other, uh, in several other messages, he tells Drake, he, quote, still needs that apology for mentioning the three, 350s and trying to take food out of your idol's kid's mouths, unquote. He hit out of Drake's uh, choice of emojis again, Writing, quote, sending purple emojis when I'm dealing with mental shit. I need my apologies now, not through Scooter Braun uh, either, not through uh, Travis Scott, uh, unquote. Uh, West also accused uh, uh, Drake of, quote, buying first two rows at Pusha show, unquote, and said his, his alleged part in the fight at Pusha's Toronto show meant he was, uh, quote, getting people hurt out here, unquote. Uh, Drake didn't respond in public, uh, but uh, Ye told uh, his uh, Twitter followers, Drake finally called in what appeared to be a final tweet. He added, by the way, not cleared. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, West then sent a string of other, other tweets claiming Drake had, quote, called trying to threaten me, unquote, and said that, quote, uh, since, uh, since the pool line, he'd been trying to poke at me and fuck with me, unquote. He also criticized Travis Scott for allowing Drake to sneak diss him on sicko mode. Uh, he said, quote, no artist should ever diss me for clout, unquote, uh, before going on to say it was all positive vibes and all love. So. <laughs> 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 uh, so. What do you think about this? Oh, I like that. Not, not clear. <laughs> that shit was trolling. That's 1,000. Yep. <laughs> he called me. 
Still not clear. <laughs> that should be that laugh, man. This is a fucking it's a soap opera, man. This is a fucking soap opera. This ain't even a beef. I don't even want to classify this. This ain't beef. No. It's like as the world turns, fam. Like you almost like stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's> not- Kanye. <laughs> Riding. What's worse is like they're they're neighbors. They live in the same neighborhood. Thank you. Yeah. Like they you know did like a thing about <clears throat> you know, a photograph aerial photograph of their of their neighborhood. They can walk to each other's house and it's a block a few blocks away. Mm-hmm. So like they need to relax, man. Duke it out, man. I really don't care about either of these guys, man. I I like Kanye. I, I used to like Kanye's music, but Drake, I don't never fuck with none of his shit. But um they should just uh they should just box it out. Mm. For real. Who who would win? Who would win? That's a good question. Yeah. Right, <laughs> you, you stumped us there, sir. They, they'll be they'll be clawing at each other. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like that. Remember that Dave Chappelle skit? <laughs> Friday night like, sissy fight, like like two cats fighting, <laughs> like just pawing at each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a, this ain't gonna be. They'll be scratching each other. Oh man. Yeah, we need to probably like you know qualify what is a beef because like like the theme music said, Biggie said it's when I see you guaranteed to be the I see you man. What the fuck's guaranteed with two millionaires? You're gonna apologize for my three fifties. You're gonna apologize apologize for my checks. Three fifties checks checks over three fifty. What the fuck? Like, yeah, come on, that's, man. That's it's uh great. this suburban beef beef right here. Yeah, I don't want no part of that. Fuck you. <laughs> it's uh yeah, I just wanted to box it out, man. Yeah, but I. Uh, have a best <laughs> they, can, they can be able to throw throw hands it's yeah. funny too that's man. all I want to see it's funny how now especially once the, the the term beef made it to mainstream they don't even know what the fuck beef is man I, I just get so annoyed with how they use beef in the mainstream media you know what I mean like coming up we knew what beef meant you know what I mean like I said Biggie said it best that's beef when you mm. see a motherfucker on site straight up right now every little disagreement because in the end, you heard all love. The fuck you? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> How's that all love? You feel me? That's, not, me. that's not how they handle shit. What well, we come from. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like like the old heads like us. We got to be so careful with beef because when you you hear beef, right? You, you're you like, oh, it's like that? Fuck that. <laughs> you you ready? You on some TI with <laughs> loaded up shit. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this. We got beef. Mm-hmm. They, like, no, I was just trolling. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> What nigga? What I thought we I thought we had problems. Peaceful you know, vibes. <laughs> backstage, dude. It's only music, man. What? No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They vibes. need to go to a uh, couples therapy. With <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Drew, it was something, man. You <laughs> could intervene. But you know, man, you just made me feel like you know. You know, when you did acknowledge the 808 to the heartbreak, you know, in your album, you know, I, I didn't really feel too good about that, you know. And then when you let Pusha come at me, you know, dude, um, I was very hurt. <laughs> when I when I read that you were producer on that track, I, I, I was, my, my emotions got the best of me. I was devastated. <laughs> it, really, it really showed me that you weren't really my friend. You weren't my friend. Why weren't you my friend? <laughs> So, so who, who do you? Oh, it's choice words I want to use, but uh, <laughs> I don't, don't want to get in trouble like Kevin Hart. 
<laughs> True. We already lost all the sponsors, so shit. Oh Have man. Have at it. Oh man, these guys. Man. Who do you who do you guys who do you guys support in this quote unquote beef? Who do you who do you guys who do you guys think is right or wrong? I really don't even care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, dog. I don't care. I don't care. I do, hey, let's, if they're going to have more fuckery online, that's fine. Yeah. I'm on the side of fuckery. <laughs> Millionaire beef doesn't interest me, man. Millionaire yeah. beef does not move me. It's like, are you fucking serious? You motherfuckers live in multi-million dollar neighborhoods and you fucking talking this reckless shit like y'all going to do something? You ain't going to do shit. Just calm the f- You're not going to do shit. Neither one of you. Mm-hmm. Sit back. Make your money. Move on, make your emo music, and keep it pushing, yo. All this tells me is that Kanye's got another rollout planned. So this yeah, is they- this is just another part of it. So yeah, <laughs> I can't t- I can't take this shit seriously. So yeah, and he's just doing doing shit for attention because you know his his last album was was bad, yeah. and he's gonna pull out put out another album something like that, and now he needs to get some attention. So how are his shoes? How are the sales of his shoes doing? Oh, um, the new ones. The new ones that just came out, they're yeah. already on discount, man, through yeah. certain sites. I heard yeah. that, too. Yeah. I mean, I know a thing or two about, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> Before, they used to be like... They used to be sold out, like, immediately. Yeah, they, they used to move like Jordans, right? Yep. yep. Even yeah, more. Even more, I think. Yeah, they, they, they were, I guess they were like more limited release. Isn't that right, T? Yep, they, Jordans. <laughs> yeah, you know, no doubt. And now it's not, they're not even moving like that. Like, I was just on a site the other day, and they have like discount prices on them shits, man. On all Damn. of this. Them shits gonna be at Marshall's. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Maxx. Next, next, next to the Skechers. <laughs> next to the Skechers, the oversized. Oh, fuck, man. Everything Donald Trump touches dies. Yep. <laughs> first, first, uh, first Kanye West, now the stock market. Yeah, man. Man, listen, let's not even talk about that. That's another episode. Fuck. That is another episode, for, <laughs> for real. real. Oh, fuck. For real, basically. All right, so that concludes uh, this week's uh, podcast. Uh, if you want to uh, send us any emails, uh, please send us an email at official3kingspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at official3kingspodcast and on Twitter at 3kingspodcast. And with that, we're out, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. For the holidays. Merry Kremlin. <laughs> Classic hip hop shit. Dr. DRE. Rose and Jay. Let's get them. We started out mopping floors. And now we front row at the awards. Number one for the last 20 years. If you real, motherfucker, scream cheers. Motherfucker, scream cheers. Yeah. And it is what it is.